0: Good morning and welcome to The Prayer Line. This is Bishop Smith coming at you at 5 a.m. Wednesday morning. Man, we are almost done with our fast. We're in the last week and coming down to finishing 21 days of fasting and praying. And I pray that you feel strong in your spirit, you're alert in your mind, also in your heart, and I thank God that he's speaking to us and telling us areas of our lives that he wants us to maybe make some um, corrections, and um, as we do that, I, I thank God that he will just continue to move with us and bless us in all that we do. Listen, we're going to have a great morning this morning, and I want to thank you in advance for being on the line, and I want to say simply good morning to you. Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning to all of our intercessors, our prayer team. Good morning to our church, New Destiny Church, and also the universal body of Church of the church that is calling in from around the world, wherever you're calling in from. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning to every pastor that is on the line uh, this morning, and we pray that you are well, we pray that you are safe, and we pray that, you know what, you're just being careful, you know, it's 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 a little interesting out here today, and, and I'm just encouraging everyone to be careful who you come in contact with, all right? So I want to introduce our team, and then we're going to hop right in to it and unpack the morning. Boy, we are going to have a breakfast for champions, man. I pray y'all ready. And so we have with us Sister Brandy Good. She will be doing our prayer requests, praying over those prayer requests. Sister Brandy, how are you this morning?
1: Good morning, Bishop. I am doing well. Thank you. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. I'm glad that you are doing well and I pray your family is well and everybody's healthy. We don't take that statement lightly nowadays. And so we have with us, man, and I had not had not realized, this is the first time he's been with us this year, and so we have with us all the way from the east-south side of the planet, east-south side of our nation, all the way from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, we have with us Apostle Amos Benefield. Apostle, how are you this morning?
2: I tell you, Bishop, I am doing just absolutely fine this morning. We're marvelous on this side, and we're yet excited about what God is doing in the earth realm.
0: You are marvelous on that side. (laughs) Is it it day on that side?
2: (laughs) Man, man, it is light out over here. (laughs) We're, We're always on two different extremes, but yeah. It's day over here.
0: <laughs> you must be in Goshen because it is dark over here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. we're, we're glad to have you. We're glad to have you with us on the line. Thank um, you. And it, it's funny, it's interesting, because when we were talking last night, it was dark on your side, and it was still day on my side. So Right. That, that tells you our distance, you know, that, you know, it's, 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 it's a little bit of distance there. But we
2: Absolutely.
0: thank God for your faithfulness and we thank God that you're with us this morning. We're, we're just prepared to be blessed by your ministry and the anointing and the gifting that's upon your life. So, Father, we honor you today. We bless you and we magnify you. We acknowledge you that you are Lord of all. You are the almighty creator. You're the almighty God. We thank you, Father, that we are your creation. Father, in this year of restoration, as we yield to you, mold us, remake us, shape us into what you called us to be, what we are to be. Use the man of God, Father God, by the grace and the gift that you've placed upon his life. We declare we'll rise up big and be dispersed into the heart of every person that is on the line this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. Apostle.
2: Praise God. I want to thank you so much, Bishop Smith, and God bless you, New Destiny, and to all of you out there that are on this lifeline. You know, it is such a it is such a privilege to be on this prayer call with you and to share the devotion this morning. And the devotion will be taken from 2 Chronicles 7.13, which says these words, If I shut up heaven, that there be no rain. Or if I command the locusts to devour the land. Or if I send pestilence among my people. This morning's devotion is we need our land to be healed. We need our land to be healed. Lord, heal our land. It is obvious that our land is hurting and in deep need of God's divine healing. And how appropriately this admonishment from God addresses the critical fact that the sin and wickedness of our life, as the people has direct has a, has a direct and disastrous effect on our health as a nation and as a global community. Now, uh, if we're going to call on God to heal our land, to heal our nation and heal our communities within, it is vital that we are also forthright in changing our wicked ways. And God's objective in all of this, is for man to to come into alignment. It's time for man to come back in alignment with God. You know, Romans 8.22 says, to this day we are aware of the universal agony and groaning of creation as if it were the contractions of labor for childbirth. Amen. So with this, we must realize that it is... uh, It is the sins of the wickedness of man that's literally destroying our land. You know, plagues, pestilence, and natural disasters, and unusual weather patterns are all signs of a sick world as a result of the sinfulness of man. And now uh, nationally, we're seeing national emergencies, um, that that they're at an all-time high, and global pandemics are the norm of our society. COVID infections, death tolls are increasing in staggering rates every day, and new variants are mutating across the world. Beloved, our land is hurting, and it is in deep need of God's divine healing. Appropriately, uh, the scriptural decree and admonition from God addresses the critical fact that the sin and wickedness in our life as a people has direct result I want to say this again and a disastrous effect on our health as a nation and global community. However, if we are going to call on God to heal our land and to heal our nation and to heal our human community. It is vital that we are also forthright in changing our wicked ways. This uh, contagious infection and the events of our time are spreading fear, death, and confusion all over the world. God's word describes drought, plagues, pestilence, and locusts that devour the earth as the very things that God sends himself to get man's attention. And we have to really drive this. We have to really drive this. 1 Kings 8 and 35 says, when the heavens are shut up and there is no rain, because your people have sinned against you, and when they pray towards this place, and give praise to your name and turn from their sin because you have afflicted them. You have afflicted them. And in Second Chronicles 7.13 from the CEB Bible, it says, when I close the sky so that there is no rain, or I order the locusts to consume the land, or I send a plague against my people. <laughs> wow. Isn't it it a coincidence that in addition to COVID-19 that is affecting our world, that we also have a historic locust epidemic in other parts of the world that is out of control? Locust estimates totally 20 billion have been recorded in Kenya alone. The media recently reported that swarms are so bad, that in some parts they have declared a national emergency. That is amazing. But this is what we really got to understand in all of this. I mean, out of all of this, we got to understand, and hear me good, this is not the devil's doing. Huh. It is God who sends the pestilence, pandemics, and the locusts when humanity forgets him. God, it's God, listen, God sent the locust. And whenever locust appears in the Bible, it is usually in a time when God is disciplining his people or issuing judgment. A lot of people don't like to hear this because they like to hear ooey-gooey messages about the love of God. And I believe in the love of God and the grace of God and all of that. But we must understand that there is a judgment side to God. And when God has to move in his judgment, he's very serious. You know, the most mentioning of locusts in the Bible are during times of God's wrath poured out, either as a discipline for his people or as a means of demonstrating his power to move those who defy him to repentance. And God's demonstration of plagues against Pharaoh in the historical books uh, of the Bible as dramatic as it was, is only a precursor or foreshadowing, if you will, of what is to come at the end of days. Revelation prophesies, hear me, a time when the inhabitants remaining on earth will rise up against God, and we're headed there right now. The people of God will be raptured and deception will, will be rampant. we got to figure out whose side we're really going to be on. You know, um, because the Bible says in the last days there's going to be a great falling away. We must consider whose, sides, whose side we're really going to be on. Kings and nations will unite against God. God's wrath will be imminent. But just as he did with Pharaoh, God will send dramatic warnings and events to persuade his people to repent and be saved. And please understand that God has no problem demonstrating that he is God over all the universe, and there is no one, absolutely no one greater than him. So the question is, what are we supposed to do when there are pandemics, plagues, pestilence, and locusts on the earth? The answer comes from God uh, in answer to Solomon's prayer in Second Chronicles seven. King Solomon wondered what he should do if disease and locusts begin to devour the land. And we are witnessing in our times right now the same crises described in Second Chronicles seven thirteen. Beloved, God's solution to this emergency is found in verse number fourteen. And we and we and we gotta hit home with this. We are commanded to, first of all, show humility or, for better words, humble ourselves. Uh, Number two, pray. Number three, seek God's face. And then lastly, turn from our wicked ways. In response, God promises that, number one, he says, I will hear from heaven. Number two, I will forgive their sins. And number three, I will heal their land. This is a time of great reflection and prayer. But hear me, prayer alone is not enough. Unless there is a turning away from evil, God will not hear our prayers. However, he will bless us and heal our land as we turn. Thank you so much, Bishop. Let us pray. Father, we bless your holy and majestic name this morning. Lord, though the times we're in right now are times of uncertainty, and we don't know exactly what the future holds. However, we know that you're holding us. We ask that your presence would surround and keep us every moment. We humble ourselves before you. Lord, we're aware of our need for you, and we believe, in your mighty power to save. We ask that you would extend your grace and grant mercy and provide protection through your divine providence to your people everywhere. Father God, bring about an awakening of your spirit that has never been seen before. May your name be exalted in all the earth. May every evil plan of the enemy be thwarted and our land restored as we turn our hearts back to you In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Apostle, thank you so much. It's just wonderful for there to be a consistent thread of what God is saying when he begins to tie everything together. I love consistency. I believe God loves consistency. And we keep hearing the same thing. It's about repentance for restoration. We'll talk a little bit about it a little bit more in just a moment, but we're going to go deeper into prayer this morning at this moment as Sister Brandy comes with the prayer requests and pray for those prayer requests. Thank you so much.
1: Good morning. We have a prayer request for Victoria Wimberly. Um, Her sister transitioned on yesterday. We're also praying for um, Anna Greer and the family of Richard Greer, who transitioned also. Uh, we have a prayer request from Keela. She's saying that she's using Crazy Faith this year, and she's believing God for a scholarship for cosmetic Cosmetology School. Sorry about that. We also have a prayer request from Wanda Adams, who's praying that the Bay Church Mobile Showers will be up and running for this coming Saturday and that they will have continued funding. Paul Walker is praying for restoration um, and that he's posturing himself for the restoration. Hydea Nellum is requesting prayer for a smooth surgery on Thursday. Darlene Stansberry's nephew is in the hospital. She's praying for his healing for his body, mind, and soul. Cheryl Moran has been homeless for a month. Um, She recently found a place, and she's in need of a deposit money for her new place. We also have Jody Valentine, who's praying for the Gonzalez Housing Project in Pittsburgh. We're praying for healing for LaShawn and Jackie. And then we also have... Saida Westbrook, who is praying for the spirit of death to be canceled off of her family, she's also praying for her heart to be healed and that God would keep her safe. So, Father God, we come this morning lifting up each and every prayer request, Lord God. Father, we thank you <clears throat> that you are God. We thank you and we give you praise, Lord God, for who you are. We thank you because you are a God who sees and knows all. We thank you, Lord God, there is nothing too hard for you. And we thank you because you said in your word that while we are yet speaking, you will answer Father, and those that call upon your name, they shall be saved. So, Father God, we come this morning. We call on Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. We ask you, Lord God, to touch Jackie and LaShawn from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. We plead the blood of Jesus to cover them. We decree and declare that no weapon that is formed against them shall be able to prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray. Lord God, that you would breathe your breath of life into their bodies, Lord God, that you would breathe upon their situations and their circumstances, Lord God. We decree and we declare that by the stripes of Jesus that they are healed. We declare that they shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we also come in agreement this morning with Wanda and Keela. Father, we pray that the mobile showers will be up and functioning, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that the maintenance will be performed in a timely manner, Lord God, that they can get back to serving the community and those that are in need and those that look forward to meeting with them on Saturdays, Lord God, that they can continue the outreach in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray that you will go before Kela, Lord God, that as she stands in crazy faith, Lord God. We ask that you would open doors, Lord God, that no man can shut, and that you would make a way, Lord God, where there seems to be no way. Father, we ask that you would give her favor with you and with man. Father, we ask that you would make the path plain before her, Lord God, and that you would give her divine connections, Lord God, to the resources that is needed in the mighty name of Jesus so that she can obtain the scholarship in Jesus' name. Father God, we also stand in agreement with Jody regarding the Gonzales housing project. Father, we we thank you for this project. We ask you, Lord God, that you would supply the needs for the Yellow Roof Foundation so that they can continue to provide homes for families that are in need. Father, we call forth generous donors, Lord God, to donate to the cause. Father, we also ask that you would that the contractors, Lord God, would complete their work in a timely manner, Lord God, that these families would be able to move in, that they would surpass their deadline, Lord God, and that they would complete the work early in the name of Jesus so that these families can be able to move into their new homes, Lord God. Father, we also pray in the mighty name of Jesus for Sherelle, Lord God, that you will supply all of her needs according to your riches and glory, Lord God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you are Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, her provider, and that you will show up on her behalf, Lord God, and that she will have the funds that is needed, that she will be able to obtain the apartment, Lord God. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we also come praying for Keilah, Lord. And we just lift her up. We cancel the assignment of premature death against her family. Not Keila Saida, I'm sorry. In the mighty name of Jesus. We cancel the assignment of death upon her family. We cancel the premature death we cancel the spirit of death in the mighty name of jesus we decree and declare that no weapon formed against her shall prosper we cast out the spirit of fear lord god and father we just pray a hedge of protection upon her we plead the blood of jesus upon her father may she cast her cares upon you lord god for you care for her father we Plead the blood, and we pray for the peace of Jesus to be upon her, Lord God, that she will not be anxious or in fear, Lord God, or worry in the name of Jesus. Father, may she cast up all her cares upon you, for you care for her. Father, we pray that you will guard her heart and mind in the name of Jesus, and, Father, that you will keep her in your perfected peace as she keeps her mind stayed on you. Father, we also just lift up. Paul Walker, Lord God, and we ask that you would give him, Lord God, the grace and the strength to do the work that is needed so that he can receive the restoration that he so desires. Father, we pray that as he decreases, that you may increase in him. And lastly, Lord, we pray for those that are grieving. We pray for Victoria, and we pray for the Creer family. We call on the God of comfort. You are the God of all comfort, Lord God. We ask that you will comfort their hearts and their minds in the name of Jesus. Father, give them peace that surpasses all understanding. We ask that you would heal the hurt and the pain that's caused by grief. Father, we ask you, Lord, that you they would feel your tangible presence with them, Lord God. May they know that you are with them and that you feel every infirmity, Lord God. And, Father, we ask, Lord God, that in, you said in your word that you are near to the brokenhearted. So, Father, we ask that you would be with them in this time, and that you also save the crushed in spirit. So, Father, we pray that you will bind up their wounds in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask you just to bring healing and comfort to these families. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray, amen.
0: Amen. And we declare this morning that every prayer request will become a praise report. As we continue to lift up our families and our church members during our time of fasting and praying, and onward, that just because we stop fasting don't mean we stop praying. We have to continue to lift up the body of Christ. We have several church members that are dealing with um, grief because of the loss of a loved one or the transition of a loved one. I like to say it that way. I believe when people are saved, it's not loss; It's heaven's gain. They've completed life in this world and now moved into life eternal. So, uh, which is a blessing to really begin to enter into that blessed hope of life eternal. And so we pray that God will continue to keep them, that God will smile upon them. God promised to comfort all that mourn. And so we thank God that he will comfort them and most of all that he would give them peace. He'll give them peace. We also pray for anybody that's sick among us. The Bible says if there are any sick among you, let them call on the elders of the church, and the elders of the church will pray the prayer of faith, and the prayer of faith will heal the sick. And we declare healing in your physical body. If you're sick from the common cold to COVID to cancer, whatever the case may be, from the flu, we declare your healing in the name of Jesus. We come up against all symptoms, headaches, fevers, they coughs. They have to dissipate in the name of Jesus. The weapon may form, but we declare it will not prosper. And so we declare this morning, you are the healed and you are not the sick. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we've been talking this morning, isn't that something about the healing of the land, the healing of a nation? And when you look today, our nation needs to be healed. The land needs to be healed. We're seeing our world parallel with the Holy Scriptures. There'll be wars and rumors of wars, and now we have this big deal with Russia. And all of this stuff, and it 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 is really major, major of what's going on. But when you understand the Bible, that these things must come to pass. The Bible talks about the bear, which represents Russia, rising up, and all of these things, and 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 they they have to happen for the coming together of the second coming of our Lord. There's key things that we look after and we look for based upon what the scripture tells us in Revelation and also the book of Daniel concerning um, these type of events, but uh, war is a major part of it. Devastation. Uh, Apostle talked about um, the pestilence and the outbreak of of the locusts that we've Experienced in 2020 in Kenya and the continent of Africa. And so the droughts that uh, also have manifest. So we have droughts. We have, we have uh, the outbreak of insects. We have pestilence. We have plagues. And that's what the virus seems like. <clears throat> and so we have all these things manifesting themselves in our land. What is the answer? God says the answer is... To a close heaven, to a close heaven, and I don't know if you looked at these scriptures and seen the H's in these scriptures uh, and how the H's play a very important part um, in bringing restoration to the hearts of people and also to the land, but he said there's a shut up heaven, and he says, well, what can open it? He says, number one, humility, humility. As the apostle said this morning, humility will cause heaven to hear and will cause the land to be healed. Healing our land must start with healing the wounds of our hearts. It will start with the healing of the wounds of our hearts. And so we have to allow the healing process to start, but there cannot be healing of the land until we humble ourselves and our hearts are healed. And now we come under compliance of the Almighty God and begin to do what God requires of us. Healing of the land starts with the healing of the heart, the wounds of our hearts, returning to God, and God returns to us. As I said Sunday, I don't want you to miss who's in control here. God is in control. We're in charge. He placed us in charge of the earth, but He's in control. And as I've said, now say it again, we're doing a poor job at the dominion mandate, subduing, replenishing, and taking care of this planet. And so all these things happen because of God's mercy, and God wants to get our attention. As we repent, may God relent, and may he leave a blessing. May he bring restoration to our lives. Before we end this morning, we want to circle back to Apostle and see if he has any closing remarks concerning um, our wonderful time we've had this morning. I just feel the peace of God on this prayer line this morning. Apostle.
2: Well, sure, Bishop. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um well, you know, true repentance will always be recognized by changed behavior. Let me say that again. True repentance will always be recognized by changed behavior. Oh, that's good. You know, it, it, it's more than just talk the talk, but it's walking the walk. And and it's it's um, only on the, um, if I can say this, it's only on the cusp of true humility and repentance before God. Before God, okay, can we come before him with true hearts, seeking his face, with the spirit's power to turn away from our wrong choices. Psalms 66 and 18 says something very profound. It says this, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. However, repentance is a turning away from sin, and turning one's heart to God. Let me say it again. God will bless us and heal our land in return. And to go a little bit further, unless there's a national repentance and reformation, mercy and healing will never come because God not only wants to remove our affliction, but he also wants to, forgive our sins. Bishop, I believe that God is is, uh, seeking to uh, arouse humanity's heart back to him through a sense of these impending pestilence, Mm -hmm. dramatic shifting of world events and disasters as we acknowledge our total need and reliance on him. And as we turn back to God, God will turn back to us. Thank you again so very much for having me this morning.
0: Thank you for being with us this morning. And that's something. When we truly repent, our behavior will change. And that's the truth. It is so true. And so let us turn our hearts to God. Let us begin to have the upward view, which is the best seat in the whole house, I'm telling you the upward look, and it it's the best view in the house. And so we look to God, as the scripture says, or to unto the heavens which come of our help. Our help cometh from the Lord. And he is all of our hope. He is all of our strength. What would we do without our Lord? Hey, let me do this announcement before we end our time in prayer, and I will end our time in prayer with praying for you as you travel throughout the day. But here at our church, we have wonderful, wonderful ministry opportunities and people to volunteer um, some of their time to the Lord. And I believe that's what it's always about. It's always about giving back to God. That's how you show your attitude of gratitude. You take your gift that God has blessed you with, and you now give that gift back to the Lord. You begin to serve him. And the Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews, God is not willing to forget your labor of love whereby you minister unto his people, and you continue to do so. And so, in other words, God is saying that whatever you do for his kingdom, he will reward you. And so there's many ministry opportunities in in our church. And so if you have a desire to work with our prayer team um, that operates this particular time of the morning, if you have a desire to operate with our prayer team, I'm asking you to get in um, contact with Elder Heather through our prayer ministry. All you have to do is look online, go to newdestiny.online, click on the, um, the prayer tab, and then there's information there where you can leave your name, you can leave your number. And she'll be looking for it, or the team will be looking for it to get in contact with you. But if you have a desire to serve in this capacity of ministry, Um, helping out with the prayer line and so forth and so on, please get in contact with Elder Heather Dawson at newdestiny.online through the prayer ministry. And herself, or she'll have someone get in contact with you. Thank you so much. Hopefully you're on the line this morning and that answered your heart's desire to want to do something for God. I'm telling you, that's how it always happened. I can remember Years and years that I volunteered in church just wanting to just show God I was so happy that he saved me. And I I had no clue that he was going to tag me and I was going to forever spend my life in church serving him and serving others. But you know something? It's the best service you can ever give any person. It's a wonderful thing to see people's lives and hearts change through the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I pray you've you been blessed this morning as we bring our time to a close. We are overtime. You know me. I don't mind overtime. Real fans don't mind overtime. We show up early, leave the game late, because most of all, we win. And so, Father, as we travel today, we honor you. And I thank you that you're honoring our time of fasting, our time of praying, our time of prayer and devotion this morning, that you've heard us. And, Father, you said where two or three are gathered together, they are mine in the midst of them. We can ask anything in your son's name, and it will be granted unto us. So, Father, we thank you in advance that not only have you heard us, but you have sent forth the answer. Angels have been dispatched on our behalf to bring those answers to pass in our life. I declare your hope will not be deferred. And, Father, as we travel today, I ask that you give each and every person on this line, their loved ones, traveling grace and traveling mercy, ministering angels have gone out before us to direct our path to get us to our destination and back home safely. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue risen against you in judgment is condemned and proven to be wrong in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, we thank you that you will cover us as we travel. Our vehicles will function as they've been created to to get us to our destination and back home safely, in Jesus' name. Hey, as we go out today, let's uh, make today great by making today count. And then tonight we will be um, in midweek service, our empowerment service, We're going to have a great time tonight. You don't want to miss it. Do us a favor. Let someone know that we are on tonight. They do not want to miss our time that we're going to have in the Word. I'm looking forward to it. And so continue to pray for us. We're praying for you. Until we come back together, again, may God richly bless you all. Pastor Adrian and I, we love you dearly. This is Sister Brandi Goods. Apostle Amos Benefield and Bishop, we're signing off for this morning. Let us open the prayer line.